This is Help Wanted, the show that tackles all the big work questions you cannot ask anyone else. I'm Jason Pfeiffer, Editor-in-Chief of Entrepreneur Magazine. And I'm New York Times bestselling author and money expert, Nicole Lappin. The helpline is open. Something that you're doing right now is not working. I know it. You know it. It's okay. We can be open about this. Maybe it's your job. Maybe your job is unsatisfying. Or maybe you started a business and it's flailing. Or you're in a relationship and that's struggling. Or you have a project and it's faltering. Either way, you're wondering right now. You're thinking about this. You've been agonizing over this. The question is, should I throw this away and start over? Just be done with it. Move on. And the answer is... Maybe, maybe you should. But before you do that, it is worth asking something. What if the whole thing is not broken? What if it just feels like that? What if instead, actually, just a part of it is actually broken? And what if the solution is not doing something new, but instead just doing your current thing in a new way? Today, I'm going to help you figure that out. And let's start with an example. An entrepreneur recently told me this. I think I need a new business partner. I, I was talking to this woman and she said she thinks it's time for a break. And I asked why. And she had a litany of reasons, but they all boiled down to this. She has this business partner and their personalities and working styles are just too different. And as a result, wires keep getting crossed and simple projects became really complex. And the result of this wasn't actually bad necessarily. Uh, these people, they're not co-founders. They're partners on one project. I have to be vague. Obviously, I want to protect anonymity. But anyway, they're just partners on one project. And that project has done well. It's made money. But it's also been stressful and distracting. So the entrepreneur asked me as we spoke, she said, should she break this partnership up? And if so, how does she do it? I mean, it felt necessary to her. She'd spent a lot of time thinking about this and has come to the conclusion that it probably just needs to end. But how and when and what happens next is just so much to think about. And as we talked, she realized a surprising answer. She does not need a new partner at all but she does need something new. So before I explain exactly what she did, let's take a step back for a moment. Um, I'm going to ask you a question. This doesn't sound related, but it really is, I promise. Have you ever watched the TV show Love It or List It? On its face, it is just another HGTV home renovation show, but it's also a great experiment in human behavior. The setup is this. A family is unhappy with their current house, usually because they've outgrown it. You know, they got kids, kids are older, they just don't have as much space as they wanted anymore. So a competition is created. The family is shown new homes within their budgets, brand new homes, while their old home is being renovated to address their problems. Then they see the renovated home and they must decide, do they stay? Do they stay in this spruced up home of theirs or do they move to a new one? Usually they stay. Why? Well, consider their cost benefit analysis. Before the family's house was renovated, they were basically asking themselves this, which is worse, the disruption of moving or living in a house that no longer serves our needs? And then renovation. Room sizes are adjusted and basements become home offices and the cost benefit 
starts to change. Now it looks like this. Which is worse, the disruption of moving or living in a house that better suits our needs? They went from a house that no longer suits their needs to a house that better suits their needs. No wonder most of them stay. When you think of it like this, renovations are a kind of magic. Because these people didn't just fix up a house. Instead, they separated the parts of the house that didn't work from the parts that still work. And then they just fixed the parts that didn't work. And now, let's do that for you. Which parts don't work? Think about that. Okay, we know that something is wrong, right? We've established that already. Something that you're doing in your work or your life, something it's wrong, it is not working. But we often don't know what part of something is wrong, which means that we feel like all of it is wrong. The unsatisfying job, the flailing business, the struggling relationship, these things that seem broken and therefore must be discarded, maybe, maybe don't need to be. I mean, like I said earlier, maybe they should be. Maybe they should be. Maybe they should be discarded. Maybe it is broken. You need out. That is very realistic. But there is a cost to starting fresh. You must find a new person, develop a new system, learn a new skill, whatever it is. There's a cost. And before you pay that cost, it is worth exploring whether you really need to. So think about the thing that is not working for you right now, right? Like I laid out a whole bunch of them, work, life, whatever it is. Just think about that for a second. And now I want to ask you four questions, or rather you should ask yourself these four questions. Here they are. Question number one, what about this works well? Question two, what about this doesn't work? Question three, what does it take to fix the broken parts? And question four, is fixing the broken parts better than replacing the whole thing? To see this in action, let's go back to that entrepreneur I was talking to who wanted to leave her business partner. I'll ask these questions again and then basically give her answers. Question one, what about this works well? Her answer was she realized that a lot of it works well. The partner that she's been working with is very capable and smart and they've done good deals together. All right. Question number two, what about this doesn't work? Well, at first she thought that the problem was their different working styles. That's what she'd been thinking all along. They're just incompatible workers. They think differently. They act differently. They clash. But then she remembered, wait a second, she actually chose this business partner because they had different working styles. It's true. The entrepreneur I was speaking to is a very relationships-oriented person, and so she wanted to partner with someone who's a more aggressive deal-maker, and that worked to her benefit because this person did things and thought things that she just didn't or couldn't or wouldn't or didn't want to. The problem, she realized, therefore, wasn't working styles. She knew that all along. The problem was understanding because the entrepreneur who I spoke to did not understand her partner's motivations. And because she did not understand her partner's motivations, because they think so differently, she didn't trust the decisions that her partner was making. And that was the problem. Okay. Question number three, what does it take to fix the broken parts? Well, the entrepreneur decided to have a frank conversation with her partner. They talked about their different styles and needs and why they approached past decisions the way that they did. And then the entrepreneur told me this. She said, it was so productive. We're very different people, and I'm not interested in changing that, but we have complementary skill sets, and we can work well together. 
How about that? That sounds pretty different from how she was feeling not long ago. And now question number four. Is fixing the broken parts better than replacing the whole thing? Before that conversation, the entrepreneur had a cost-benefit analysis. She thought, yes, switching business partners would suck, but it was better than maintaining this stressful relationship. But after she identified the part of the relationship that didn't work and then she addressed it, her cost-benefit changed. I just feel so much lighter, she told me. I don't have to do all this crap I was planning on doing. I could just now kick back a little and not worry about this. She didn't need a new business partner. Instead, what she needed was a new version of her old business partner, and she got it. I talk to a lot of people who navigate transitions, and many of them come to a similar conclusion. Instead of needing a new thing, they just need to do the old thing differently. And if that works for you, it is a wonderful thing. It saves you time and energy. It allows you to build on top of strong foundations. So as you think about this for yourself, here is one final question to ask. Are you maximizing what you have? Uh, Here's an example of what I mean. So there's a guy named Kevin, and Kevin owns a gym. And it's a busy gym. It's a successful gym. So he went to a business consultant who was my friend, Adam Bornstein, and he asked this question that many business owners ask. Kevin asked Adam, should I open a second location? Like I said, common question, and it makes sense, right? Because what Kevin is thinking is, this one location is really successful. It's making me money. So to expand, to make more money, I got to open a second one, right? But Adam's response was unexpected. It was this. Adam said, how often does your current gym run at maximum profitability? Like, how often does Kevin's current gym make all the money it could possibly make? Kevin dug into his books and came back with an answer. This happens about 10% of the week. Now, this sounds crazy, right? Because Kevin's gym is busy and it's it's earning money. But now he realizes, wait a second, it's very rarely earning all the money it could, which is to say that he's maximizing the space, the number of people who are there. Like there's just there's extra capacity in that gym that is not being maximized all the time. So Adam now asked another question. Can you make your gym more profitable without adding space? Adam wrote about this in a column for Entrepreneur Magazine, and here's how he summarized it. He wrote, opening a new location seems like a hard move, but it's really the easy way out. That's because even though it's a big and risky investment, it's predictable. A guy like Kevin knows how to open a new location because he already opened the old one. The harder work comes from looking inward and rethinking how you do business. There's risk there too, of course, but the payoff is far greater. That's what Adam wrote. And Adam's advice always really stuck with me. I mean, first of all, it made me think about all the things that Kevin could be doing. Is he structuring his classes differently? Is he offering specials? Is there some way in which he's getting more people into that gym more regularly? But the real reason it sticks with me is because of the philosophy that Adam attached to this. Making big changes sounds big and scary. But what if sometimes the big change is actually taking the easy way out? That's what Adam said. You know, it's like, don't like something? Toss it aside. And again, to be clear, sometimes we must do exactly that. Sometimes something is broken beyond repair. I am not discounting that. 
But sometimes, only a part of something is broken. Fixing it requires difficult, precise work. It requires honest conversations, like the one that the entrepreneur had with her business partner. It requires careful attention. It requires care. And if we are willing to do that hard work, then the benefits are great because we get to keep what's working and make it work even more. This, by the way, originated in my newsletter. It is called One Thing Better. It's kind of a companion newsletter to Help Wanted. You can find the newsletter at onethingbetter.email. That is a web address, onethingbetter.email. And I will be sharing them and more regularly here on Help Wanted. Help Wanted is a production of Money News Network. Help Wanted is hosted by me, Jason Pfeiffer. And me, Nicole Lappin. Our executive producer is Morgan Lavoy. If you want some help, email our helpline at helpwanted at moneynewsnetwork.com for the chance to have some of your questions answered on the show. And follow us on Instagram at Money News and TikTok at Money News Network for exclusive content and to see our beautiful faces. Maybe a little dance? Oh, I didn't sign up for that. All right. Well, talk to you soon. Thank you.